Tim and Jess on Hit. Kevin, I imagine as one of the creators and the directors of the show, it must be pretty exciting to see this reunion in the works. Is it something that was always planned for once the show wrapped up or has this only really been an idea in the last couple of years or so? We kind of missed the boat for the 25th anniversary (laughs) and we were starting to think about thinking about doing something for the fans, not sure what really we wanted to do. We had, you know, met with uh, Ben Winston, who produced the show and uh, was the director also, and uh, we liked his ideas, and so we started to move this forward. The cast was engaged, and uh, that part of it took a little bit. Uh, Once it got going, it happened very quickly, and then boom, COVID it. It stopped it in its tracks. We were all ready to shoot. We had dates that were supposed to go off in two months from when COVID hit. And uh, <clears throat> one thing we were determined about is we knew for friends we ha- in this reunion we had to have an audience. It couldn't be 10 people sitting there with masks on. That just would have been so depressing after waiting to do this show for so long. So uh, we waited and waited and it took a year and... Uh, uh, you're about to see the results. Was it always going to be uh, a reunion like this, or did you and the other show creators have, uh, you know, a storyline in mind in case the cast ever agreed to do a reboot? No, we we were never leaning in that direction because, you know, as as we like to say, in order to do anything new or further, we would have had to undo a lot of where the show ended. Because remember, this is now 25 years later, you know. You you, you just don't pick up where you left off. And, you know, I don't know. There's a kind of sadness to that because that's not what the show is about. It's not about a midlife crisis. You know, it's about (laughs) the other time in your life, you know. So we just decided, let's pass on that. Kevin, what was it like being one of the creators and one of the directors? And, like, I know it's hard to probably put this down. Is there an episode in particular? Because Friends fanatics obviously all have their favourite episode. Is there an episode that you were involved in that you're most proud of out of all of the episodes that it ever aired? There's two or three of them. But if you made me pick one, uh, I would have to pick the London episode. And it's because it gave me unique television production experience working in London, working with London crews, working with many British actors that I admired for so long. So that show was real. And shooting on location with the fans, that was out of sight. The London episode was one of my favourites too. And, of course, we saw uh, Chandler and Monica get together um, for the first time. That would have been, I mean, just mind-blowing for audiences then. There's a bit of that in this special. They show the whole clip how long the audience went mad for after they first saw uh, Courtney and Matthew in bed together. What was the moment you realised this show was just yeah. going to be something huge? Because obviously, I mean, you, when you start a TV show, you hope for this kind of level of, I mean, oh my God, this is incredible. But how did you know that, okay, we've made it, this is like a phenomenon? Because I'm such a music fan over the years, the cover of The Rolling Stone was the one that did it for me. But I think along with that, you know, kind of during that period of time, they were literally on every single magazine cover, People, Us, uh, you know, whatever. Other ways, beauty magazines, fashion magazines, you know, they literally were everywhere. Like that was the point. The saturation was so great. And then you start hearing your theme song and people are buying it and it's on the radio regularly. It kind of, at that point, you go, wow, this is, 
something more of a cultural phenomenon than it television show well kevin what we're going to get you to do because you're one of the creators one of the directors one of the big three we you're probably best in line to be able to potentially answer some rapid fire questions that we've had from super fans of your show friends uh from all across the state here in victoria well, answers listen, out you know, of you so i understand you know because i've been doing some research on you guys and i understand that jess is a world champion fan <laughs> i look i don't want to toot I my own horn but i'm definitely episode, but toot toot I believe in another episode you pounded a girl named Mandy into submission yes. with your knowledge of friends. Yes. Yes, I did. That um, is true. Destroyed someone else this morning. Um, <laughs> but, Kevin, I, we've got some, some loose ends. <laughs> Lucky man or, or whoever was beneath you. <laughs> we got some loose ends. I know that you directed the, the series finale. So uh, there's a few things that um, didn't get tied up in that finale, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on where you thought these characters may have ended up. Oh, you know what? I'm not going to give you my thoughts on that, but I am going to tell you in advance that that is in the special. You get to hear the characters. Oh, okay. okay. So I don't want to ruin that. I don't want to be a spoiler on that and, and give you an alternate version. Mm. I don't want to ruin anything that is in the special that, okay. you know, look, look, the first time I watched it, I watched it totally cold. Ben Winston produced and directed the show, and Martin and David and I got together and we watched it for the first time. And, you know, you got your fingers crossed at first because we know these reunion things can really kind of go south. It was actually good, and we were crying, and we were moved, and, you know, Aww. we've never felt that way about the show before in looking at something like this. So it's kind of like a half-documentary, half-variety show. So I feel uh, like they're my friends. I'm excited to watch tonight so I can catch up with my old mates uh, as well. Feel like. Let me ask um, you something. Are, are people pissed off in Australia about James Corden? Not necessarily. I think if you had to ho- get someone to host it, it was going to be him or one of the Jimmys. So, you know, it's, there's not <laughs> yeah, much you, you know, can really that, do there. That's the exact process we went through also. And he's the only one that's the genuine Friends fan. I just don't understand why people get so upset on things. You know, they have better ideas. I wish they'd all come out here and make some shows for me, you know? I, I think a lot of people just have that this attachment to Friends, yes. uh, Kevin. Yes, to be tarnished. And so we're all very protective yeah. of it. And I know that when I heard the reunion was coming, I was nervous. And so I'm really excited to see what you guys have pulled together tonight. And, um, and we're really, really keen to watch it. And if there was a storyline that you didn't get to do in the show, what would it be? Something that you pitched, an idea that might have gone ahead, but never made it to the, to the show. Okay, that's a good question. I'm going to give you a good answer. We were very close to doing Friends in Disney World. Originally, Disney World approached us. Michael Eisner called me and said, we'd really love to shoot on location in the park. Is there a show you come up with that you can come up with? And I said to him, well, you know, we're kind of risque for Disney stuff. You know, uh, even though we're on at 8 o'clock at night, is it going to be acceptable to doing that kind of material in the park? He said, no problem, no problem. You can do whatever you want. You know, it'll be great. And so, you know, all of the staff and writers would have gotten to take their kids to Disney World for free and all of that. So, of course, you, you know, you're interested in doing a nice thing for everybody. And, well, well, let's see if we can come up with an idea. The idea that we came up with is that Joey gets a summer job as a giant light. He's basically a giant light bulb in the electrical parade, you know, some kind of... <laughs> 
some kind of really silly image, you know. He's taking it as a summer job, so the, the cast goes down there to see him. You know, it's a little bit similar to, you know, what was going on in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And the cast go down there to see him. And before they get there, Joey has a date with the girl in the Disney parade that plays Cinderella. <laughs> and they go back to his place, they have sex, and she realizes it's midnight. She's got to get that costume back or they're going to dock pay from her. So she's in a hurry. She gathers up her clothes, and Joey doesn't even know her name. She gets out to say, hey, what's your name? He goes, wow, how am I going to find her? And he looks on the floor, and she left her bra. So basically, <laughs> the bra becomes, <laughs> that's exactly right. Well, and, so, and so that was the A story that we pitched to Disney. And uh, and that's where the story ended. I'm sure they <laughs> didn't sh- like that. No, that's, that would have that been makes brilliant. Sense. Look, I'm sure that tonight <laughs> at five o'clock Australian time, we are going to see some more things like that reveal. Kevin Bright, one of the directors and creators of the best television show of all time, Friends. Thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing some of your stories this morning. The Hit Breakfast Show with Tim and Jess. This is Hit.